Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another episode of It's a Trap, the weekly podcast hosted by three wonderful people. We just did the intro by doing it a cappella, and if Will doesn't keep it in, he's a coward. Weekly, by the way. Yeah, yes. weekly. <laughs> it is um, weekly. We, we try. Yeah. Well, we actually that's, will be weekly from now on. Hope, I, I, I hope um, so. Uh, <laughs> no, we'll do it. We're yeah. going to do it, or I'll kill you. We're at least going to try our hardest. Yes. And yeah. if need be, if one of us can't make it, then one of us can't make it, but like two of us need to record every week. Yes. Yeah. We can make it work. Speaking of... Which, who are the other two people? Well, I'm Will. You're wonderful co-host, Yes, I'm Will, and with me, as always, are my two wonderful co-hosts. My name is... You didn't say state your names yet. State your names. Shut up. State your names. My name is DJ Stimpy Fishlips slash Ben slash Ben J slash whatever you want to call me. The co-host with the mo-host. Isn't that stole my thing! (laughs) Actually, I stole Mason's thing, but then you stole my thing (laughs) that I stole from another guy. I'm Keelan Ellis... I'm just kidding. He's the, he's the co-host. I'm the, the co-host host. with the most, yeah. and Ben can just. Ben, ben still has quite a bit of most, I think. So thank you, right. thank you, thank oh, you. I don't. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> um, what is the most? I don't know. Is it a type of hair dude? I, I'd like to say that I nailed that intro after a month of us not recording. <laughs> You'd like to, but no. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think we all can say we failed it together, but because we've been gone for so long, are we talking about? Harry Potter, no, because, because we're getting bad reviews it. and we don't care enough to go see it. Correct. You know, it's the, it's the least, um, it's like the worst box office of any Harry Potter movie ever. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah it really does because no one cares about Johnny, Johnny White, Depp, Johnny Depp New, with the white New hair, Gingrich and the Crimson. Gingrich. What's his name again? Grander. Gellert Grindelwald. Gellert Grindelwald. Okay, is here's a question: Is J.K. Rowling just ruining Harry Potter at this point? Um. A lot I don't of people know. saying that she is. I don't know how much of a say she actually has in it. No, well, she, she, she wrote, wrote the screenplay. Oh, she wrote the screenplay. Yeah, yeah. and wow. she like, then... wrote Cursed Child and stuff yeah. like that. Okay, well, no, Cursed she, Child she is some of the worst. Child. No, yeah, she didn't write the Cursed Child. Well, she, she came up with the story. Cursed yeah. Child is it. some of the worst writing I've ever read in my yeah. entire life. I, I like the dialogue's terrible, but the story itself is so bad. I don't like a lot of the decisions that she's made because they seem pointless, and they seem like they've just been made to make money. To ch- like just to change things up, I don't know. It's, it's over. And now she's doing like the First Nations inspired American school, and Is it's like she? offensive and stuff like that. What? Well, then she did a whole JK. thing where it was like J.K. named all the Honey. houses there based on First Nations creatures, but that's an actual religion that people still like practice. Um, um, and you can't really do that. It's like if you if if you made a one like in England, Percy, it's like Percy Jackson and. Uh, fights Jesus. Yeah, if Percy Jackson <laughs> fought Jesus, there would be hell to pay. Yeah. Because no, you ain't doing that with actual Christians running about in the world. Yeah, and honestly. a lot of First Nations people so clearly the next found step it very is offensive. To exterminate all Christians. So that, <laughs> obviously. So that Rick Riordan can Just write so his y'all know, vision. and we've all discussed this before, Will's Jewish, so that's an actual threat. Yep. Yeah, I think our FBI that. guy is uh, coming after you. This makes so much noise. <laughs> just stop doing We're that. playing with the nano No, stop. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Oh my god. We're going to have to cut that out. <laughs> Um, so... I'm out of practice, I'm sorry. As I was saying before... <laughs> I feel very short compared to you guys, I feel emasculated. As I was saying, as I was saying before, uh, since we've been gone for so long, we have a hell of a lot of movies we do. to talk hell about, um, and why, which is why this episode is going to be called 1,000 Movies. But it's not actually a thousand. It's like it's like twenty. It's like twenty. It's, it's still a huge a lot of, Okay, a so lot of them. Movies. A lot of them we saw at TIFF, and we still haven't talked about. What it. does yeah. TIFF stand for, Ben? Toronto International Film. You're Festival. wrong. What else does it stand for, Ben? The 
The the if if. <laughs> <laughs> Did I ask you? Will it stands for? I, the, I had to jump in. I knew it. No, the, I know. the intermediate fighting uh, fighting festival. It was a good try, but Will got it right. Yeah. The, the, Thank what you. Is it? Fight the power. It's the if if <laughs> the if. <laughs> anyway, we it's haven't great. a moment to lose. Let's do it. I've um, lost a moment. You took a breath. I'm sorry. Stop breathing. Start talking. This, this <laughs> Stop breathing and start talking. Just to preface, this is probably going to end up being the uh, Will and Keelan talk about a movie and then nods in approval. That's yeah, true. Because, well, seen, except I've for the TIFF stuff. Except for the TIFF stuff. Except, except well, um, some of that because we're getting into the end of the festival oh, and yes. then didn't come when, anything. When, when my, uh, my package ran out yeah. and I didn't buy any more. I don't like that phrasing. When uh when I didn't have any tickets left, there is there right, is that's back. a good one. We're back, baby. Um, <laughs> oh wow, we have a lot. Yeah. Oh, boy. So, so why don't we start off with uh, hold the dark, hold your horses, hold your horses. hold your horses. I'll put that on screen. Yeah, please. Um, that was my will my made edit. an incredible Will's graphic incredible. design as my path. I'm very proud of that. Yeah, yeah. you should. No, it looks really so good. good. It took an yeah. insane amount of time. It makes me laugh every single time I look at it. I don't know, just the hold your horses. <laughs> <It's just> yeah. <laughs> It's very good. It's not a good movie. Though. I think it works better. If I haven't seen uh, the movie. I haven't it works seen it. Better it's than the movie. So bleak. Um, I, I didn't. I didn't dislike it. I I, I quite liked it actually. Really? Yeah, I, well, I mean, it, I gave it. Did you change I your opinion on it, or did you like it no. when you walked out of it? I I didn't. I didn't dislike it. I liked it. Uh, I didn't think it was great. Hmm. Uh, I'd like to see Green Room. I'd like to see that guy's other movies. Yeah, me too. Uh, but Patrick Stewart being a Nazi, count me in. Yeah. Yeah. Green um, Room I've heard is very very good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But the, it's, it's also eight twenty four. Oh, is really? it? Yeah. I didn't know it's that. It's one of the early ones. I love it. Hold the Dark was Netflix. But we saw this at a theater. Um, I will say that it looked it looked pretty nice. The yeah. Lightbox Theater? Yes. Yes. Uh, can we talk about the new Netflix logo? Yeah. I can. I was, like it, it. was it just for that thing? Because I haven't seen it. It's it's only in theaters. Oh, yeah. it's only in theaters. Yeah, because I, cool. I checked online afterwards cause, like, to watch it again, and the Hold the Dark copy on Netflix has the different logo. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if I can look it up. I don't think they have it online unless someone pirates it. If I if we can find it, we'll put it on screen. But I'm not sure if I doubt we'll. It's like kind of like the Marvel logo almost. Yeah, it's it's like tons of different. What colors. should I look up? Netflix movies. Netflix film or what? Is it, is it just say Netflix on it? Yeah, it's just like it's an just, N. It it's doesn't just even say Netflix. It's just an N. It's just a different uh, logo. Which I was telling Will earlier on today when I was at um, South by Southwest, they hadn't quite figured out the formula. Is it's that, but like it's it's an it's, animation. It's, it's an animation that leads uh, into cool, it. Cool, cool, cool. It's, it's cool, but, like, it's weird. Yeah, I kind of liked it. Yeah, But I was telling them, like, they obviously changed things after South by Southwest, because at South by, they played uh, Six Balloons and, like, Take Your Pills and other films, and I saw Six Balloons, and when the Netflix logo came out, it was, like, the bong, like, logo, oh, the normal yeah. logo. It got, a, it got a laugh from the theater. People laughed at the logo. Oh, well. yeah. Because, I mean, it's a film festival, right? So, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. When you see it in Netflix, nah, it kind of takes away from it. It takes away from it, but also it's a funny logo. It is a funny logo. So they obviously wanted, to pe- wanted people to take them more seriously this year. So, um, what yeah. did you just type? <laughs> no, no I just added something. <laughs> um, okay. So that was... I was just like, of course. We, we I don't know. It's been a long time since we've seen Hold the Dark. Keelan didn't like it. I thought it was good. I'm going to pull up my reviews of stuff on Letterboxd. So yeah, I actually... I'm going to give it like one and a half stars or something. One and a half? Oh I my god, like two you, really, stars. you really didn't like it. I thought, okay, from what I remember... It was just Who's kind of again. Is it Forrest Whitaker? No, <laughs> no, it's Jer- uh, uh, Jeff Jeffrey Wright. Right, yeah, was, yeah, Jeffrey Wright. Uh-huh. Hey. <laughs> From what I can remember, it was just kind of like a man walking around in the snow, being like, "Snow's hell," and yeah. it was just like it two was like and a half so much hours. Like, it was so long. I liked the atmosphere of it. I yeah, it's it, a good it atmosphere. It set the tone, and the tone was oppressive bleakness. But yeah, and I just I, I know I've, I eventually found it a little bit too oppressive. I think I, I could see that. 
and it just parts it of it kind of parts of it down. worked for me. There's one but. scene in it which I really liked. I don't really want to give away what happens. Like it's, there's a shootout scene though, yes, which is really really well great. done. What did um what did you, so do you know? What Will Will gave it. I gave it three oh, stars. Oh, sorry, I can look it up. Oh, okay, yeah, I did give it a one and a half stars. My review was watching. Ben, oh yeah, watching Ben Shane attempt to dislodge a piece of ice from the bottom of his cup was more entertaining than this movie, which is the truth. Because Ben Shane spent a good portion of this film trying to dislodge a piece of ice from his cup, and I was laughing very hard at that. You were telling me about that, and I never cracked a smile during this film. <laughs> Next not one, in a good baby. way. Next one, because we gotta speed up. Yeah, um, let's do it. It's the one. The only. It's the only. Is it Venom? Venom: The Onyx 3D Experience. So oh, this stole your thunder. This yeah. was incredible. <laughs> we, yeah. we saw this in part of a double feature with A Star is Born which is the best double feature, the best double yeah. feature honestly well, actually no I, I didn't appreciate A Star is Born after I saw Venom I just oh, I did, I did. Uh, okay let's talk Venom though so we saw Venom Venom's the IMAX good. 3D experience <laughs> true see the thing is it's not actually IMAX it's not, and it's not, not a, like we saw it Young and Dundas which isn't an IMAX screen it's like it's almost, a IMAX it's almost smaller than than <laughs> AVX in some places honestly it that's where Keon and I saw Inhumans the IMAX experience also where we saw Ben I feel cheated. The IMAX experience. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Yeah, Venom was Venom was. It was way. It was actually better than I expected. It was, oh, yeah, it was so much it was, better than it was I expected. Really I, fun. I would watch it again. Me I would too. Yeah, I, absolutely. I would totally watch it again. Like, it's especially not with like a, group, good. a group of friends mm-hmm. get together yeah. and just make fun of it and blare the Eminem song. Oh man, when <laughs> yeah. this when the sequel comes out because it leaves you on a without giving anything away it leaves you on a bit of a like a there's going to be a sequel. <laughs> yeah, there's yeah, definitely going to be a sequel. That tease, I think we could say it because it has no bearing on the plot. Oh Car- yeah, carnage! There's gonna be carnage. There's gonna be some carnage. Spoilers for the after credit scene of the Venom. best. It's yes. so like that's so perfect. Yeah, it's so. It's the fact that it's Woody Harrelson yeah. just makes it with even this better. T- stupid wig. <laughs> um, it's yeah. it's so stupid and so dumb and so bad, but it's also it it. It yeah. goes so down the valley that it manages to come out the other side and not in a so bad it's good way. Like there's Tom genuinely entertaining. Tom Hardy pulls it off. I yeah, think. he's not. He's not. Ben like, just broke a chair. Break the chair. The thing just came off. It's okay, guys. It's not a fantastic performance by any means. No, it was. He was good. And the, the writing is like, writing is tragic. Oh, my, so my favorite line is when it's been a month, so we can talk about it. Yeah. Um, but uh, when Tom Hardy transforms into Venom, and then Venom jumps in the water, <laughs> and, then, and then he comes out of the water, and then Venom transforms back into Tom Hardy, and then Tom Hardy says, "My leg was broken. Now it's not broken." <laughs> <laughs> But he says it in such like a deadpan kind of. It's like he's so just manic for the entire thing that it it works. Yeah, yeah. it's true. And it reminded me of like an early Jim Carrey <laughs> performance, which is like a weird comparison because Jim Carrey's a masterful actor. Well, he told yeah. the nice man on the subway when we were going home that it was like a screwball comedy. It kind of is. It kind of is. Yeah. Because it's like a weird, and all the interactions between Venom and and Tom Hardy yeah. are actually really funny. No, and, yeah, they ex- are. And, but. Yeah, my main issue with it is that the writing is horrible. Yeah. Oh yeah, the writing is so, so bad. Horrid. So bad. Like who really just so angry. No, yeah, no Horrid! No, but he's just like it is really bad. When yeah, it's Venom, terrible. When Venom says like like on my planet I'm a loser like you yeah. <laughs> I just I, I resigned to the stupidity. Yeah, like at a certain point when they're talking about when being a loser, like the yeah, word yeah, loser is an integral plot point of your film, you have to understand what movie you're in. Yeah, and then honestly. just that's the emotional core of also, the, Exactly. The, the part where where, <laughs> where I forget Tom Hardy's girlfriend's name in the Michelle thing. Williams. Michelle Williams. I can't believe they got Michelle Williams to right, be in and this. Right, and Riz Ahmed. Yeah, yeah what they got good cast. actors they're in great this movie. Actors. Okay, but I don't yes. understand. Also, Jenny Slate, I would say. And also, is a great also Tom actor, Hardy. But, shout out, yeah, yeah. Shout, out, shout out for. Uh, shout out to 
whoever produced it for uh, getting full spoilers. Which getting uh, getting Tom Hardy to voice Venom as well. That was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah that, was, that was cool. He yeah. did a good job. He did a good job with that. Um, Edgy. But <laughs> also, when uh, when like he walks in so far, we just hear hungry. <laughs> Puts the tater tots in. Yeah. What am I watching? He's eating like the lobster chicken bones. Great. Yeah, rotting. Where, where he's in the, the lobster. lobster. Where he's in the restaurant. That's like that's a really fun scene. Yeah. yeah. There's like a bunch of really. There's also like there's a moment when he's like up in a skyscraper and Venom just like jump and yeah. then it cuts him and then an elevator pussy. It's like that kind of thing. <laughs> that's a good yeah, comedic no, that time. Was, yeah. That could have been terrible. Oh, it could have been really bad. Yeah. yeah. But like somehow they pulled off certain. Okay. Scenes. No, but the scene where Venom Michelle Williams makes that was so. That was so surreal. It also it was like, it sparked an actual what? debate amongst me and my friends, like in the drama hallway at school. <laughs> we debated what it would be like to make out with Venom and whether it would be dangerous or not. See, I, oh, I, you'd probably die. He's a long ass tongue. That's yeah. what point I made. And they were like, no, it's the teeth that are the issue. And I'm like, no, the teeth, but the tongue no. will choke you. If Venom's a mouth breather, then yes. Yeah, but especially if you're making out, because then there will be Does tongue. Venom have nostrils? Yes. Does Venom have nostrils? I don't know. Uh, only sign, we need to no check this. <laughs> But okay, Ben's checking for Venom us. Venom is, it, it turned out it. to be just as much of a, a great meme of a movie. Oh, and then oh, when, yeah. when Eminem's Venom, when oh, Eminem's Venom played... The censored version was making it even happier because he wrote it for the movie. The ending of that, of that, where it's like a no. dolly, no, it's like a crane shot, and it's raising up with Tom Hardy walking down the street, and he's talking to Venom about, like, Life. things going forward. Yeah. And and then it the Eminem music, like, fades in. Like, it felt like, it felt like the ending of, like, a 2004 superhero. Yeah, the it entire movie feels out of, like a 2004. It's like Daredevil. We're like great. Yeah, uh, fantastic. Just to confirm, Venom does not have nostrils. Oh damn! And listen to this headline that I yeah. just found. Venom's rumored Tom Hardy kiss ties into aliens' sex symbol status. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> of course. Oh, of course. Of course, Venom is a sex symbol. Okay, he is. What is it? Or she. Venom can be any gender. One of the reasons that that scene was so off-putting, other than the fact that it's Venom, Tom Hardy making out with Venom, is that we never see Venom in human-sized proportion. Yeah. Than that moment, and it looked so weird. It really did. It, it was. It was very upsetting. Remember when there was Venom Dog? Listen to this. That's gonna be Listen so to the loud. Please stop. Listen to the end of this article. So yeah, Venom is sexy and has always been sexy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're not wrong. We don't make the rules here. And what's Why more, do you think I would it's a sexiness that is a sexiness that can can and will be evident no matter what angle you approach him with. What Even if you're not that? trying to make a story that seems to have oozed out of a bootleg hentai DVD. Oh my god! Sure, oh he's god. a terrifying cannibalistic alien, but even aliens can love. This is from Polygon.com. <laughs> what? Polygon.com. Polygon. Mad respect. Polygon.com is usually they're usually. Pretty good, right? Yeah, they're usually not talking about Venom as a sexy. Okay, yes. Venom was Venom was very, very fun. I yeah. Even though it's like two and a half. It stars. was so stupid. And but it's it, so it's bad, fun. but yeah. it's so good. And then the Keelan sang along with the Eminem song. I, I did in the theater. Yeah. Because I know the lyrics. Next one. As mentioned earlier, our 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 second film of the night was A Star Is Born. Which suffered uh, which suffered a great loss. I after. went to see it a couple days later though, and I liked it less somehow. Yeah. I, I liked it just as much both times I saw it. I, I thought it was very, very good. Me too. I, I, yeah, I very, very, very much liked it. It's in, yeah. my top, it's in my top five of the year. I think I have another big review on this one. Um, I didn't write too much on it, but dang. I think... Great, great performances. Oh, incredible performance. Lady Gaga, if she doesn't win that Oscar, I don't know who else deserves it, honestly. Oh, she better. She like, better when she was if not, we had to, like, She needs to be nominated, at least, but she did a really, really good job. Yeah, I think, I think she... I think 
Who I think else she, would win? I would be happy if she won. Who I'm trying to think of maybe like, Emma Stone or something like that. Mm. For the who who are they running for the Melissa McCarthy? Melissa McCarthy. Oh, I could see her getting nominated. Get, she was definitely get nominated, but I I prefer Lady Gaga over Melissa. Oh, McCarthy. definitely. I thought Melissa McCarthy. We'll talk about that later. But yeah, I thought yeah. I thought Melissa McCarthy. Oh, you was, saw that movie? I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah. Have we all seen it? Yeah, yes. we all saw yeah. it. Okay, Thanks. awesome. Uh, Separate times though. Yeah, but Melissa McCarthy. I thought she was phenomenal too. However, doesn't hold a candle. We're all overlooking. We're all overlooking Michelle Williams. In, in Venom. Venom. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly. Like, best supporting actress. I mean, yes, no, yeah, but they're, because she was so good, they're going to nominate her for best uh, actress. You're right. Yes. Right. Yeah. In the studio, we're decided to run her that way. That's what Sony did. Yeah. Anyway, I want to see if Sony's pushing Venom for anything. Uh, well, actually, I might be curious. They're, they're, like, best VFX or something like yeah. that. Yeah. I hope not. And, like, best original. Oh, Venom will get a nomination for best original song, too. Oh, God, Oh, it no. will, actually. Oh, God. It will, because Venom's, like, they Eminem. Venom, Oscar-nominated movie. Eminem won an Oscar before. But I don't know if they're going to lose yourself. Yeah. I mean, I this won't win, but it might get nominated. I don't know if they're going to do a for your consideration thing. But that'd be I, hilarious. I need to check this. No, I, I did. A couple okay, yes, ago. a star is born. Bradley Cooper. No. Bradley Cooper is a good director. Yes. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, I was like, dang, what the heck, Bradley Cooper? There's like a thing that... <laughs> you said that out like... loud in the theater. Yeah, he did, actually. <laughs> yeah, did. It was very, very loud, too. Yeah. Also, yeah. when we saw Stars Born Together for the first time, I think at least like four groups of people. Yeah, what happened? Out. I think that's what? just Young and Dundas. People just walk in and walk out. Well, I saw blind spotting there with Daniel Asbell and Ben Shane, and we were the only ones in the theater. And people just like there were two other people. There were two other groups. There's like two teenage girls and like two and like an old man. Yeah. And the old man walked out, and, and then the after a while, the the teenage girls walked well. out. Okay, we were the only ones there for the uh, drama and rap. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but like. I don't know, it, it made me slightly, like, off-put during the movie. Like, I was concerned something was going on outside or something mm, like that. Must have been, yeah. So, I don't know, I, I was, like, getting concerned, so I, I left at one point near the end to go check, make sure everything was okay outside, because I had, like, a bit of a panic attack. Yeah, right? Everything was fine. People were just leaving. Hmm. But at least, like, 10, 15 people left. Are okay, they pushing they, into the Spider-Verse? Boring. They are. Uh, well, there is a there is a thing up. I'm yeah, I know, but not for Venom. I'm checking. Frontrunner, Spider-Verse. I think that's it, isn't it? Uh, yeah. White Boy Rick. And more, more coming, coming soon. soon, so they might. Maybe Venom. I think we don't know, know quite yet. Yeah. I, I, I really hope that they do like best actor, best picture. Honestly, Ruben Fleischer. <laughs> I remember back in the day because I didn't know what for your consideration was, but when Tron Legacy came out, they pushed it for best picture. Did they actually? And best wow. actor for like Jeff Bridges and stuff like that. Huh. You know what? Tron Legacy. What a movie. What a great time. Honestly. You know what? Just every movie should do a for your consideration. Honestly, yes, they you should. never know. There's no downside. Although it costs money. It does, does cost it? money. Yeah, because okay. you have to like like buy ads and stuff like that. Oh, that's and funny. like Vanity Fair. Yeah. Right, right, right. right. That's where the most of your stuff is because everyone in Hollywood reads those. Yeah, that is true. There's gonna be like a clicking sound through this entire episode. <laughs> I think it's far away enough to know. Okay, hear. yeah, A Star Is Born is a really good movie. Yes. Yeah. Next one. Uh, this is this was just <laughs> what an me. Depth review. Uh, I saw the Sisters Brothers, which was a western. Yeah, you're the only one who's seen it. Right? Tell yes. us about it. Yeah, how was it? Uh, I I liked it. I I didn't think it was great. I I read the book. I think that skewed my opinion. Opinion. Well, yeah, the book is always better. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. Yeah, the book was better in this instance as well. Um, It was weird how it 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 was kind of off putting the changes they made for me. Mm -hmm. Like they had they changed the way that like the chronology of it went, and I understand why they did it, but it kind of it felt weird. Good performances, though. It has a very strong, like, John C. Riley, right? John C. Riley, Joaquin Phoenix, Rizzo Med, and Jake Gyllenhaal. Joaquin Phoenix is a very good actor. I discovered this recently. And he's very versatile. He's excellent. He's very, very good. He was in a movie called Her? Yeah. Yeah. What's that? That was pretty good. It's pretty good. It's fine. We're kidding. 
It's directed Great. by Spike Jones. It's a masterpiece. I mean, Spike Lee. We'll talk, we'll talk about that later we'll on. Talk, we will talk about that yes. later Because now we've all seen it. Yeah. We'll um, talk about that in, in What Are We Reading. But that was good. Uh, next one. This is just Keon and I. Uh, Bad Times at the El Royale. Directed I by... really, really, really like this film. I was yeah, going to say love, too. but I, I didn't quite love it, but I really, really I liked it. It's great, yeah. I forgot yeah. it, though. It's like such a solid movie. Yeah. It's, it's, I, it's one, of my, one of my favorite kind of things of... So many weave, interweaving plot threads yeah. and it all ties neatly together in the end. Everything ties up well. There are a lot of interesting characters and it's just everybody plays off each other. John yeah. Hamm so well. made my day when I saw that. Like, John Hamm's performance yeah. in that film is so entertaining to watch. He's playing, I, he's playing like a southerner with every single southern... Yeah. Like manner mannerism. No ever. spoilers for this one because yeah, uh, nobody saw it, it and you should see it. Yeah, you really should see it. And it's coming out of digital. I in just need weeks. to know who Chris Hemsworth is. Oh, we and can't you would say have it. loved it because there's there's so many parts of Chris Hemsworth dancing in, in the, the rain. rain. Yeah, there's, there's him constant. walking outside in the rain and he's just like has, <laughs> he, he always has his shirt a bit open. Yeah, yeah. and then he's or inside. Yeah, and he's inside and they're playing songs and he's like doing a little. He does a dance. full dance. I'm so excited. Yeah, so you definitely when it comes out digital, we need to go. We just need to watch it all together. Just those one. Thing. Come on, it's so good. They're just those dancing <laughs> yeah, clips. You're right, you're right. You gotta make a super cut online. Yeah. Whenever that happened, Will and I started laughing really hard. Yeah. Because that's what you'd said about it. The only the only that's thing. The, the, only, the thing. only thing. And every single time that happened in the theater, Will and I started like cracking up. Yeah. <laughs> the grandmas in the front row who were like, "Is this a cowboy movie?" <laughs> yeah. One of, yeah. So I was one of the first people in the theater because uh, Keelan was running a bit late. We and thought I, you said that you thought it might be empty, and it was a nearly full. Theater. It ended up nearly full. When yeah. I got in there, there was there were just two uh, grandmas, old ladies. In the front row, and they were talking very loudly. One of them was like, "And then I didn't tip my cab driver." <laughs> and then he said, Get "Why?" Exposed. And and I was like, "She didn't say I was like because she's a proper old lady." But she was like, "Speaks the Queen's English." I and then I, I said, "You know why I'm not tipping you?" And he was like, "And and then I walked away, and I I won the day." <laughs> I won the day. And then they walked out and walked back in. And they're like, "Is this a cowboy movie?" As as Keelan said, and 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 I said. No, uh, there's another cowboy movie because I was talking about Did the they sisters ask brothers. You? No, they were just asking the theater in general, but they didn't listen to me when I was saying there was another. Did, was cowboy it movie. in progress? <laughs> no, no, this was before oh, the. Movie okay, started. okay, okay. Anyway, that's um. That's a the bad times. Yeah. the saddest of times. Yeah, I'm sorry that took lo- that long. Uh, can you ever forgive me? Hey, what a transition, my man! Can you Thanks. ever forgive me? I can't. I... It's a unique joke. Nobody's ever made that joke. No, before. I I think I liked it a bit more than both of you. Really? Did. Or what did you all give it? I I, gave I it really four liked stars, it, but I, I really, really liked it. I gave it four and a half. Mm-hmm. I I thought that's one of them. Like, like this might be it. Like a, this might be a hot take, but I think that that might be one of the most authentically, like, genuine-made movies I've seen in a very, very long time. You know, I totally know what you mean. Like, the yeah. atmosphere it creates. It's, in, it's so, so good. It's yeah. so specific to that film. I don't think I've ever seen a film that felt like that It one. feels so, yeah, it feels so authentic. You just enter the world of it, and you can, you can like, smell the paper that they're, they're using almost. Like, and that sounds really pretentious. Yeah. Awful. But, like, <laughs> no, but, like, come on. It's, it's true, I, though. I like, when you, you get the close-ups of the paper, like, you can feel, like, the kind of, the dust on it, and, like, the must yeah. from yeah. the basements yeah. and stuff like that. They you establish can, the they, world really well. They got gloomy Brooklyn down like oh hard, yeah hardcore. and Melissa McCarthy as we mentioned earlier was very very, very I also good. I really liked uh, Richard E. Grant Richard E. Grant was he also he kills very good. it oh my yeah, god he's so he, good he could get nominated too for I supporting hope he better. I hope he, he better I think he wins. should he yeah I, I, well yeah. I, I think that Mahershala probably will win I Pro- think, probably deserves I think to win. Richard E. Grant was better than Mahershala really yeah I thought he was very good yeah. hot take you have not he, seen Green Book yet have you no I haven't seen Green Book I'm seeing it this weekend okay good it's so good but no I thought yeah 
Can you ever forgive me? His performance was was like I liked the very di- very. I loved really, the dynamic between them. Yeah, he knew yes. his character very well. So yeah. did Melissa McCarthy too. Yeah, yeah, she was. I don't like Melissa McCarthy, uh, like as a rule, but she was really good in this movie. She was. Mm-hmm. I've not liked her in anything since Gilmore Girls. But like, I heard this was. I heard she was good in Spy. What about Spy? Oh yeah, in Spy. Okay, yeah. I really like her in Spy. She kills it there. I haven't seen Spy. Spy is so funny. Paul Feig. Did you see the movie A Simple Favorite from the darker side of Paul Feig? <laughs> also, okay, everyone keeps confusing Kevin Feige and Paul Feig online because, like, <laughs> I was watching like reading actual reviews, and they're like, "I'm glad that Paul Feig is taking a break from superhero movies." And I'm like, "No, you're wrong. I don't think that's how it is. I don't think that's it, my guys." So yeah, that's interesting. Can you ever forgive me? Is a great Anything else about Can You Ever Forgive Me? It's really, really good. It's one of the. Mo- it's gonna be one of the the, the surprise films of the year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Same with Green Pro- Book. I don't know about that. I don't know how many uh, like nominations it's gonna get. I think it's gonna get more than you think. It's definitely gonna get. Act- I think well, it's like I think let's it's like get the that. post of this year. Oh my god, we still have so many movies. Yeah, <laughs> one thousand movies. No, we're gonna have to nine hundred and ninety-eight. Cool. Um, uh, this is a solo Keelan one. Uh, I guess just talk about it for sixty seconds. I'll tune yeah. out. Uh, Thunder Road. Thunder Road is one of the best films of the year and one of the best films I've seen in years. Uh, wow. It's seriously and just incredibly impactful. One of the most honest performances I've seen in a very long time. Um, you're either going to buy into the performance or not right off the bat because it starts off manic and insane and crazy just like it's supposed to be. Um, and it's one of the best encapsulations of like a mental breakdown I've ever seen. His relationship with his daughter throughout the film is very genuine, very honest. The entire film just feels very personal. And I know that's not a justification for it being an amazing movie, but with Jim Cummings obviously has a passion for the story. And he lie, he put like lays it on the line through the entire film, and there's just some of the lines I I can't even describe how heartbreaking they are, and they're simple lines, you know. I don't want to give anything away, but like even in the trailer, some of the lines are in the trailer. So watch the trailer, but don't watch the movie. Just just watch the movie because the trailer gives away a lot. Watch this film; you will not regret it unless you're Daniel Osbell and you do. Huh? <laughs> um. Okay. Awesome. We're well tuned out, like you said it would. Yes. Um, we got here. Next one. This is all me. So, <laughs> so sorry, boys. Um, this, this is what I'm going to call the Netflix trilogy. Oh, Jesus Christ. So the that Netflix includes what? Trilogy. That includes what? Ballad of Buster Scruggs? The, yeah. Well, let's go from... The uh, Ballad of Buster Scruggs. as well as I so, like to call yeah, it. Uh, I saw Outlaw King first. Uh, I don't think it was very good, but I, I enjoyed it, I guess. I enjoyed it just on the sake of uh, the production design is fantastic. And the Chris like Pine battle sequences, battle sequences, sequences. Although there there are kind of too many, but mm. also there aren't enough. <laughs> okay, it, they they don't feel. They, it feels like there's there should be more. My main issue was it with it was that it lacked like an emotional anything. It was mostly just like scenes of Chris Pine going around Scotland and, and being like, "Will you will you fight with me?" And they're all like. <laughs> I can't fight with you. And they and they, they developed a That's lot a of great accent. <laughs> Thank so you. <laughs> Any Scottish viewers out there, we'd like to sincerely apologize. And then they <laughs> they develop a lot of that and they like you could probably watch it and if it's entirely accurate, you could like write down a report of how that like revolution happened, but you didn't really get a sense of Chris Pine's character other than like He's Robert he the Bruce. He doesn't like... Yeah, he's Robert the Bruce and he doesn't like someone who's like named England. Robert the Another Name. Yeah. <laughs> Robert the Bruce. But he could have been named Robert the Terrifying. and then it I could have been Bruce I the Robert. Gotten, I, I would have gotten uh, a bit more of his character. Mm. But I, I think it, it felt uh, like there were too many and not enough because there wasn't that stuff in between that really made you care about it. 
but the final action sequence is uh, very epic. Thoughts on Chris Pine's Chris Pine? Um, Crisp. It's on an iPad. Uh, probably <laughs> so you quite see it good. very well. Probably, I, I think he says in Wonder Woman above average. <laughs> okay, okay, um, all right. Cool, 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 cool. Um, next up, we have the new Orson Welles ah, flick. Yes. Oh, is that a Netflix movie? Yeah, it yes. is. I did not know. Uh, the Netflix others, they've also it. made like 18 documentaries about it. Wow. Which one, I don't feel one documentary. Two, no, they made like, there's one called They'll Love Me When, when I'm, I'm Dead. dead. That's the and then one. they made another one called a, a Final Cut for Orson. I don't know that. All right. I think that's a thing. Didn't Morgan Neville direct one of them? Yeah, he he directed uh, They'll Love Me When I'm Dead. I like him. He's a good director. What did he do? Uh, as He did Mr. Rogers, like uh, the one who could be my neighbor, and he also did um, oh. Something Feet from Stardom. Or oh, which, 15 feet from, to yeah. 20 feet from start. 15 to 20 feet from, uh, from start, which apparently is very good. I've not yeah. seen it, but like from even just from Mr. Rogers, it's one of those creative documentaries I've seen in a long time. So yeah. I liked him a lot. Um, I'll watch that. I didn't I didn't dig this movie as much as I well, the lingo today. What's yeah. going on here? Uh, it's The conceit of it is that it's a like kind of found footage movie, kind of, because it's, it's this, like, it's obviously very autobiographical for Orson Welles because it's about a director like a, an old director who's like coming to the last days of his life who makes a movie that never is finished which is kind of Ironic. perfect because the movie was never finished and do you think I, he intended that? I feel like maybe <laughs> so then Netflix being like you know here's you should make this movie yes and then Orson Welles and looking down from heaven he's like what are you rolling in his grave my, you my man my man don't do it <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why he's, here's my Orson Welles impression my man, my man. no don't do it <laughs> no so it was okay it was okay the conceit of it being like a found footage movie it's like it's like the this famous director and there are just like a hundred cameramen on his, in his house because they're all like oh we gotta document this party and I don't know they're just all doing it for their their own news thing but it 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 Orson hinders Welles it. loves the news, doesn't he? Yeah. It's like his thing. But it kind of hinders the movie, in my opinion, and it doesn't work. At, at certain points, it just, like, it, it doesn't make sense that the shots would be, like, uh, diegetic, I guess would be the word. Hey, like, yeah. worked into the actual thing. And, I don't know, it just didn't, it, it didn't work 100% for me. There, there were some really good performances, but also, um, it, I guess, coming from the fact that it was restored and salvaged, the, like stuff like the audio quality, go like goes way up and down. Like there's some. I, I'm pretty sure that the lead actor is dead, so they'll love him when I'm dead. Uh, and the his his voice lines were, they went they were very inconsistent in terms of audio quality, and that just bugged me. Mm-hmm. And it, there's a lot of things like that, and it it's just the weird style of it. I can see people really liking this, but I did. Should not. I walk? Do you think I would like it? Um, I have no because idea. This is about a filmmaker, and I love that. <laughs> I I don't know. It, really? It's, yeah. It's usually you can tell with me. Yeah. That's I, I don't know about this one. Should I check it out though? I would you, would you recommend it? I guess. I I don't know if I would recommend it. Weirdly, I, I even just for the fact that it's like a movie I, by Orson Welles. It's amazing that it exists. Yes, that it uh, is. But I I don't know if I can recommend it as a movie. Um, Outlocking, I think I would recommend. Weirdly enough. I'd rather watch this than Outlocking, wait honestly. That's fair. Um, yeah, watch it if you want. But I, I, it's not a huge recommendation. <laughs> I also watched, uh, this is the final one in the Netflix trilogy, and I think this is my favorite one, which is the uh, the Coen Brothers movie. The, oh, uh, Battle of the Buster, Buster Um 
Bust. I, I would say it's wildly inconsistent. It's five, It's six shorts. Uh, well, yeah. The first four are all really good. Uh, they, they range from good to really good. Uh, and then the last... The fifth one is pretty excruciating, I found. And then the sixth one is uh, fine. So it, those last two also not helped by the fact that the fifth one, which I found the worst, was really by far the longest. It was nice. like 45 minutes. Uh, and the first one, which is really fun, was like five minutes. Uh, so that kind of dragged it down for me. But I I, I liked it overall, and I, I would recommend it. Okay. Uh, nice. Should I watch it in the theater, or is it okay at home? It's fine at home. Yeah? Yeah. It has some good cinematography. Should I watch it all together at once, or is it one that you can watch like as like a you miniseries? You could definitely watch it as a miniseries. I watched it basically all together at once, but... Okay, because I'm thinking I might just watch one every night from yeah, now on. Yeah, that's fair. When I go to bed. Um, but you might want to do like times. the first three in one go. Because How long they're are all, three? They're like ten minutes each. Okay, maybe. Um, And then also, you're going to hate me, but this is another Netflix thing. Uh, I saw Daredevil season three. It's not a movie. I know, but we don't just talk about movies on here. Ah, fun. And it was amazing. I like, I it's probably my favorite thing that I've seen this year. It's it's honestly really really great, and it's uh, it's so As opposed good. To dishonestly, it's it's dishonestly terrible. Well, gotcha. It's so good, but I know neither of you will probably watch it, so I'm just gonna stop. Okay. Anyway. Next up, uh, this is another. Sorry, Ben. Uh, at a turn of these days, <laughs> another story, Ben. Have you both seen it? Yeah, we did. Yeah, we we watched it at the same screening. Uh, <laughs> That's one way to put it. Yes. Um, <laughs> what did you think of it, Keelan? You liked it, right? Yeah, yeah. I really, really enjoyed it. I mean, it took me a while to think about it um, and be lectured on Van Gogh about it uh, to to fully get it. I think, but like, okay, it's it's a very very weird movie. Go don't go into this expecting like a normal biopic because it's not. Um, well, what do you think of it before I go on? I yeah. didn't like it very much. I, I can totally see... It, it's very strange because Vincent Van Gogh is like a shattered person. and <laughs> you a know, shattered man. He's, he's like... His mind is messed up. Yeah. Um, but just on a pure filmmaking level, it did not work for me. That's really. fair. And it, and it kind of... I, I liked parts of it. I thought... Uh, William Willy Wonka was fantastic <laughs> as Vincent Van Gogh. Um, if y'all haven't seen Daniel Asbell's Letterboxd review of this movie, yeah. go check it it's out. It's so good. It's so good. But then everybody else I found was kind of underwhelming. Yeah. The There's a lot of technical things. Is an Oscar Isaac? I know there, yes. Oscar Isaac is in it, and he's good. I liked him. I, I liked his scenes. Uh, there's like one scene where they're walking in a forest that I really liked, where they're just talking. Um, and the, the most effective scene in the movie is... Uh, Vinnie Van Gogh talking to his doctor, uh, and it, and it's it's a still shot on him, and they're just talking. It's unusual for this film. Yes, and I found that to be the scene where you could most get uh, that I could get the most out of so All, everything else. Yeah, where it's I find it found it very hard to. It's the scene where you anything. can most get into his character, but I think that I don't know the way I took it, at least after a bit of thinking, is that. It's a good counterpoint to Loving Vincent last year, which was a film made in his style. So sorry, it's ben. what? I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'll, I'll move on in a second. But Loving Vincent last year was a film made. No, I just don't like Loving Vincent. Oh, oh yeah, I forgot oh, about that. Yeah. Okay, oh. well, Loving Vincent. No matter the quality like of the it. film, no matter the quality of the film, right? 
It's a beautiful movie to look at. Yes, I know. I agree with that. It's stunning. But it was made in Van Gogh style because it was about us trying to understand him. It's about our perception of him. That we can all agree on, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. This film, in my opinion, is the exact opposite. And it's about his perception of us. Mm-hmm. In that it's so specific to him. And I, it's not just like shaking the camera a lot to try to get us into his headspace and that kind of thing. I genuinely think that if you took Van Gogh's style of painting and made it into a film style somehow, this is what would result. Because even in the film itself, they describe Van Gogh's style of painting as like more sculpture than painting. People criticize him for being wild and crazy with the brush strokes and they're everywhere, but that's just how he did it, you know? It's a, it's a unique style of, of painting, and it's entirely his. I think if you took that kind of deranged, manic, all-in-one-go, all-in-a-fever, as he describes it in the film, like, he has to be quick to get the thoughts out, you know? If you took that style of painting and turned it into a movie, this is what would result. And I respect it a lot for sticking to its guns there, and I think it worked. I, I respect your opinion. It, it didn't work uh, That's fair. very well for me. That's fair. And it's not going to work for everyone, and I totally get it if people hate this, but I enjoyed it. Yeah, I think a lot of people like it. I think I'm just... Wrong. I don't like movies. Yeah, you hate movies. Like Ben Skagg. Except for Marvel movies. Yes. Like, exactly like Ben Skagg, except he hates Hollywood. Yes. The thing with me is I just don't watch movies. Yeah, that's true. What's next? Can we have something that we all know? Uh, well, why don't we go back. (laughs) Back. Back in time. Um, what, did you knock over that tree and then it became Lone Pine's Uh, the best moment in film history. Honestly, it is. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a reference to it's a rap episode. Which we should do an episode of. We should do work yeah, we should do after this. this one. Uh, I need to send you that. Still, is the thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's start with another movie that Ben hasn't seen. I'm sorry, Ben. Uh, <laughs> the front runner. Hey, buddy. See this one. one I could have seen. He should have seen. Yeah, I heard it was okay. I gave her ticket I to liked Stella. It. Yeah, did she like it? Mm. Fuck. I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was good. I. I, I it's fine. I, I liked it more than most people did, I think. I really appreciate the... I was huge Ackman. He was alright. I, I, I liked him. Um, I like the attention to detail and the atmosphere that it creates about, like, of, like, there's so much stuff going on and it, and it captures, like, how hectic everything is. I think it did a really good job of that. Um, and I liked the questions that it brought up. It's, like, one of the... It's a thought-provoking movie, One of the few movies that I saw this year that actually got me thinking, and that was actually, like, posed a a good question. Yeah, absolutely. Jason Reitman knows how to tell an interesting story. Yeah. He really does. I just think that there... It's it's very formulaic, I find, at times. Yeah. And it's just... I get the style he he goes for is to have people talk over each other the entire movie. Like, the sound mix is so incomprehensible, and the whole point is that. And it's like, oh, well, there's a lot of things going on in a newsroom, and I get it. I didn't like that's it. That's another thing, just like at Attorney's Gate, but I guess it's yeah, the reverse. Exactly. Um, where just because something's intentional doesn't mean it works. You know, absolutely. And I, I, I thought it worked in Attorney's Gate for me, at least. And I, I was able to just kind of sit there and let it wash over me. But in this one, I was just like, I can't tell what's going on. Yeah, and I, it's kind of, I kind of agree. Yeah. But it didn't uh, hurt my opinion of it as much as it did for you, I think. Anyway, that's the front runner. Uh, Necrotronic, weird Australian movie. <laughs> oh God, Ben, I'm sorry. Whatever, we have a review for it. We can skip yeah. that. Teen nah, Spirit, quick. Teen Spirit, one, set, literally also, one sentence. Necrotronic, weird, weird Australian movie. Weird we have a review of it. So weird. Yeah, uh, one of the weirdest films I've ever seen. Keelan, Teen Spirit, one sentence. Teen Spirit is good. Yep. In the time of Brexit. <laughs> um, <laughs> what? Okay. Oh, yeah, there we go. That's the one thing that we were holding off from talking about in our in the Q and A with the director after Teen Spirit, which is a movie about a British uh, up and coming. 
Sing it. If, if Britain's Got Talent allegory. Yeah. Yeah. It would basically is Britain's Got Talent. Yeah. Uh, there was a person who was like, he, I don't even remember his question, but he prefaced it with, in the time of Brexit, and we just found that really funny, because yeah. it, it had also, you could to do see, with the You movie. could see the director just kind of go like, like, as he said it. I don't want to get political. Yeah, I think he started it with that, didn't he? Probably. Like, I don't want to get political. Who knows? To... The answer is no one. Uh, first Not a man, man, woman, or first child. Man. We talked yeah. about it already, but Keelan didn't. Yeah. Uh, Keelan, what did you think of First Man? I want to rewatch it, and I don't want to give my opinions on it. Yeah, I, I wish I liked it more. Ben yeah, me too. I loved it. Yeah. See, I think if I rewatched it for some reason, I just feel like I would like it more. Me too. I just, I want to see it again, but at the same time, like... Also, great score. Yeah, Fantastic such score. a good score. I think that's Fantastic. why I want to watch it again, quite yeah. honestly, is the score makes me think it. I liked it more than I did. Yeah. I want to see it's it. It's like all, all these great moments. Yeah, because there are a lot of amazing moments in the film. I like the centrifuge bit. Yeah. I liked the landing. Yeah. Uh, I liked the bit when... I like the lunar Mark sequence. Jason Clark went. The lunar sequence is one of the best sequences in a movie. I yeah, it's no. up there for me. It's up there. Seriously, in terms of scenes in films generally, it's one of the best ones I've ever seen. Wow. Yeah. It's just a breathtaking sequence. It and is. I had to cough the whole time. <laughs> yeah. And I was crying in my seat, not because of the film, but because I had to cough really bad. But it's a silent sequence because they're on the moon and it's Damien it Chazelle. It was dead silent. Yeah, well, yeah. So cool. It's Chazelle, so obviously he's gonna be like, There's no sound in space, so we can't not even jazz. And then there wasn't. <laughs> there was nothing except for like a little bit of Justin Hurwitz spat in the, in the background, and I had to cough really bad, but it was so quiet in the theater. And then I was just waiting for them you to shake just off again. Let loose. No, I, was, <laughs> I didn't want to ruin it for people because it was like tiff, you know. So I was waiting and waiting, and then they took off. And it was like, I was like, oh god, <laughs> I was just dying into my arm, <laughs> tears rolling down my face. It was the time. See, the thing that didn't make me like it, and the stuff that we don't remember because of the score. I guess is and also it was tense. Like, we were really stressed yeah. out and tired. Like like Jason Clark visiting Ryan Gosling and Ryan Gosling is like, "Do you think I left because I wanted to see you?" And I'm like, "That's not a very good line." Yeah, and there's like and 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 like Claire Foy knocking the briefcase out of his hands and then just staring at him awkwardly <laughs> for like 15 like, seconds. I'm gonna have to repack that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. Uh, she's she'll get nominated for something. Yeah, probably. old man and the gun. He'll definitely get nominated. Old, old man and the gun. Sorry. Have you not seen it? Buddy. Great. We we made a review of that as well, so we it's don't really so need to talk about it. But I really liked I it. I, I it was one. It's one of my favorites of the year. It's my. It's because it's all about white people. Second favorite. <laughs> um, <laughs> mid Wait, no, third. It's, it's third or fourth, I think. Actually. Mid nineties. I love mid nineties. Oh, I guess we can talk about that. I didn't yeah. like it very much. Finally, mid nineties. We Me have too. we have a few opinions on this one. <laughs> Well, <laughs> Keelan and I both loved mid nineties. Adore this film so much. Did not. <laughs> no, I didn't. I, I found it uh, obnoxious, obnoxious, and distasteful. And I understand why. Uh, I understand that it's not what Jonah Hill was going for, but that's just how I found it. Uh, I thought that's that fair. it didn't. It, it really was that one thing. I saw Theo, our good friend Theo Alawalia, yeah. said. Was like it got tedious for him after a while all of like montages. all the skateboarding montage, and I, I I agree with that. It's just it feels like the same kind of set of scenes over and over again, and things obviously change and develop as the movie goes on. I'm gonna just let you t- praise it afterwards. That's okay. Yeah, that's no, but, I'll let you have your point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But so we got also, this after. Also, by the end of the movie, I don't want to spoil anything. Um, I think it's been. I a didn't. I didn't feel that 
it was resolved in a satisfactory way. It it just put the entire movie in a weird light for me, like a weird kind of distasteful light. And, and I, I, I get why people love it. I just couldn't connect with it. It, it was, it felt kind of obnoxious to me. Okay, that's fair. Ben, you ready? It's my yeah, take. Mid nineties is my mid nineties is my my favorite film of the year. I think it's my third favorite film of the year after Green Book and Climax. Yeah, but like, man, it's so it's good. So First good. of all, it's beautiful. It's gorgeous. It's some of the best cinematography of the year. Sure. Yeah, no, I definitely agree. I love it's four just by all three. the all the still shots with the slightly moving pans are just fantastic. Yeah. I, I kind of agree with that. Yeah, yeah. The cinematography, the performances are fantastic as yeah. well. Sonny Soljic absolutely Sonny Soljic, kills it. Be... First time performance. No, he was no, not he was in killing a sacred deer. Was he actually? Yeah, I had no clue. And that's it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but other than like no he was fa- fantastic but that's his first sort of like major major role yeah and then Lucas Hedges was good oh Lucas Hedges is always fantastic I didn't like yeah. Lucas Hedges very much really yeah. really but uh, on a rewatching it there's so many layers of depth of the characters some scenes like there's a scene in the trailer you see him yelling at, at oh that Sonny. scene is so heartbreaking oh my god like when you go back through it there's so much subtext through the entire movie which yeah. is something I, I couldn't even appreciate the first time is that every single character motivation they that's the thing they don't spell anything out in this movie no which they I don't love. they it's just so let everything rest in the subtext yeah and you have to dig through it a little bit but it's it's so rewarding I find and also the performances and the thing that I find so astounding about this is I was watching interviews with Jonah Hill afterwards mm-hmm. and he was like I wanted I casted skateboarders not actors and because he didn't want to teach it he, he said I think it could be easier to teach a skateboarder how to act than an actor how to skateboard yeah and you take for example the guy who played his name is Nikel Smith in real life so a lot of Armageddon where they teach engineers how to be astronauts instead of teaching astronauts how to be engineers. <laughs> anyway. Cool. <laughs> yeah, Mikhail Smith. Sorry. I forget what his character name is. Uh, it's the um, um, main guy. He's yeah. like the main He's like the main supporting role. Basically. He's That's the good he's, one. What do they call you? They call me main guy. He's the one guy. without a nickname. Yeah. Uh, That's why we don't remember. We don't yeah. even remember yeah. the other one's names. Uh, he was... He was incredible. The The moments with him and, and uh, Sonny Soldier's character are so Stevie. touching. Stevie, yeah, yeah. Are so, um, are so, hit so close to home and they're so touching. Yeah, yeah. And you can tell that he's sort of like, like that subtext of sort of like the older brother you don't have type deal. Yeah. Um, it's just like incredible. Also, the entire like skating gang was very, very good. All well realized. And I, one complaint that I've heard people have is that none of them were really fleshed out. But the thing is, I really appreciated the fact that it was it's telling one person's story. Mm-hmm. It doesn't flesh out anybody else. But it doesn't really need to because they're all there to serve his story because that's what we're observing. Yes. We never leave his side. He's in every single scene of the film. Yeah, no, he is. So I don't... I never felt the need to fully understand, like why Ruben's doing what he's doing because that he, the main character wouldn't know why Ruben's doing what he's doing we only know what Stevie knows about yeah. these people which is not that much because a lot of them are really closed off and a lot yeah. of them and you have to kind of read in the subtext exactly you don't get to see a bit of their home life and understand why they're doing this you don't need to because well, that's you, you his get perspective to, as well exactly it's like being the, uh, the the guy just tagging along with all these yeah. cool people and I think a lot of people can relate to trying to find their place in the world and trying to find a group of people that, that they can be part of. And, you know, like the stuff that you do to try to be a part of that group and that kind of thing. That's the ubiquitous struggle that a lot of people have. Yeah. And it tells a really, really interesting... It's an interesting way of doing it. And it, it does touch on some interesting subject matter that is a lot darker than, lot very, than, very than, dark. than the film kind of wants to talk about. Yeah. And that can also bother a lot of people. But again, the thing I liked is that it's giving you a slice of this guy's, and not to use slice of life, like, liberally and all that, but, like, it's seriously just 
it's two months or maybe a month of this guy's life and that's it. Yeah. And you see stuff that's obviously carried over from past. You see stuff that will obviously carry over in future, but you just see it. Yeah. You don't need to explore it. You see it. And you, that's what and matters. And you know it too. Exactly. Yeah. It's just thing. It's so good. Also, so the good. performance of the mom was also really, really good yeah, too. Yeah, she's fantastic. Yeah, she was very, very good. Also in Sacred Deer, right? What? That's Catherine Waterston. What? Is she in Sacred Deer? No, she's in Alien Covenant. Oh, right. <laughs> she's also in Harry Potter and the, the Beasts. Will you look dead inside? Why are the Beasts? Um, I'm going to disagree with you on the ending, too, with Midnight. Yeah, me too. I think that the ending... Um, I, I don't know. Should I... Can I say anything? I don't I, think you can. No? Okay. Um, I thought the ending brings the whole film together sort of as a whole. And you kind of you kind of do see it coming. Um, a little bit. Yeah. Or it's sort of like, oh yeah, that. That. I they, forgot they that. They set it up throughout the film. They set it up throughout the film, yeah. But I think it's sort of, without like, like, <laughs> resolving any character conflicts or like, putting it all together, you can tell at the end that everything's gonna be okay. Yeah, I don't know if that counts as a spoiler or not. You see, I, I didn't even quite get that either. What I felt more is that it's just kind of people acknowledging that things happened. Yeah. And, and everyone kind of respecting that and keeping going with life. And I think the entire message of the film, at least that I took, was that, like, stuff's going to happen. Shit's going to happen a lot in your life. And and everyone's dealing with their own stuff. But all you can do is just kind of keep living it. Exactly. And it wasn't trying to be profound or anything like that. It was just kind of like, this is what life can be. Yeah. So enjoy it while you're here. And, I respect that. But also, like, but I, I think it's also a cautionary tale, because something people have been talking about is the drug use and the uh, underage sex and that kind of thing. Yeah. In the film, and some people say that it's horrifying it. I didn't quite read not it. Not at all. I read no. it more of an indictment of the lifestyle. Yeah, I agree. Because we're obviously, we're not supposed, we're supposed to more side with Stevie and Nicole Smith's characters, right? Yes. Like, they're the more, they're the more sympathetic characters. Nicole Smith's character... Literally, absolutely denounces the lifestyle. We'll move on. We gotta wrap it up. Okay, he but denounces the lifestyle in the films. All I'm saying. Also, uh, soundtrack very, very good. So good. Um, and what was the one thing I was gonna say? Uh, 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 yeah, it's one of two f- movies I gave five stars this year. Okay, go. We're done. Cool. Um, Beale Street. I'm sorry to see this one. Woke up. Uh, Beale Street. If Beale Street could talk, I, I, I really, really liked it. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. I want to watch it again because I feel like I didn't fully appreciate it the first time. Me too. It's it's very calm. It's so I, calm. I really like the atmosphere. I think and I just didn't go into well, expecting that. I thought it was very well directed. Yeah, I... I well, I for think J- I, Jerry Jenkins is one of the best modern directors, yeah, I think. He's, so he's doing a great job. Um, the Man Who Feels No Pain, oh, Midnight Madness. Oh, my God. Uh, That's... We oh, got, my God. We got we to keep going, but... We got a squad together Man Who Feels No Pain, we great. saw with a large group of friends, uh, and it was a lot of fun. The it was, large group of it friends. It was ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> it was the most ridiculous movie I've ever seen. And it was so long. It was so <laughs> it was, long. How long is it? It, it was, was like two, two and a half, half, half hours. hours. I guess it's a Bollywood. It's like two hours, ten minutes. Yeah. Actually. Just like an but authentic Bollywood. it was just Bollywood. ridiculous. Some of the stuff made no sense whatsoever. I fell asleep for maybe 30 seconds and woke up and had no clue what was going on. Yeah. The rest of the movie. <laughs> um, yeah. Nobody's going to see it. But because it's a Bollywood movie, yeah, it's like an actual it's, Bollywood movie. Yeah, but it was. So, I enjoyed the hell out of it. It was such a fun experience. Yeah, especially very, very like, fun with everyone. It started at midnight. Tiff, yeah, midnight madness. Yeah. yeah, I think we should make that a yearly thing. Get everyone together for midnight madness. For midnight madness. Yeah. I'd love to do. That. I agree. All right, cool. Hopefully, Hopefully that's possible. Uh, boy, erase. Boy, erase. Take a second to text someone. That's Ben and I just high fived. Boy, erased. Will and I saw boy, erased. We already reviewed it, but we both liked it. This was your last movie. This was my last movie of Tiff. I liked it. I thought it was good. Me too. I thought it was quite good. I thought. I think you liked it a bit more than I did. Yeah. Um, Joel Edgelord. Joel, Joel. Joel the man. 
Edgerton was good. He was a good director. He was a good actor in it too. Yeah. But he was kind of. I found it was kind of mundane and monotone throughout the entire thing. He was kind of one note. His performance, yeah, his performance, his performance was, was not very yeah. nuanced. Yeah. Also, it wasn't like it was directed well, but like it wasn't You're anything right special. Here. It, it wasn't anything special whatsoever. Cinematography was yeah. fine. Lucas Hedges was really good. I thought Nicole Kidman. Was Nicole great. Kidman was fantastic. I think she she was definitely the standout of the film. I think she'll get a nomination for it. I liked Russell um, Crowe because he was a good Christian dad. He was a good Christian dad. It was a bad Christian dad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, Boy, it's a good movie. Mm-hmm. You're Green. In, you're in my chair. <laughs> Green book. <laughs> I didn't see this one. This is the book trilogy. Fafangolo. Uh, this, I, I, I think Green Book is so good. It's, it's, it's just, your favorite of the year, you think, right? Yes, but I lowered it down after the second time I saw it. I don't think it's a five-star movie. Uh, but Four and a half? Yeah, but I, I really loved it. It was such... It is five stars. It is peak grandma movie, and I, I just really... It's so I, I, grandma. Yeah, it, but it's got great performances, uh, a really sharp, good script. Um, it's so... It's a, such a crowd pleaser, oh, and, yeah. it, and it pleased me. Ben... This will be your favorite movie of the year. Yeah? Yeah, seriously, I okay. think it'll be your favorite movie of the year. Mm-hmm. I, I Actually, no, wait, mid-90s is going to stay your mid-90s. Yes. But, like, it's Christmassy, it's fun, it's It's, it's charming. Christmassy for the last ten minutes. Well, no, but it's Christmassy the whole, it's Christmassy the whole time, really. It's, it's the Christmas spirit. It's the Christmas spirit. I, I think the first, okay, first cool. 15, 20 minutes yeah. are not as strong. But then it really picks up, and it doesn't... It, it, and, and then it stays really stuff. great. It's when Mahershala Ali and uh, Viggo Mortensen, like, when they're... When they start colliding and when they meet each other and then they basically stay with each other for the rest of the movie it, it gets really great and it's really 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 entertaining really fun well written funny yeah good performances it's got some powerful Mortensen folds an entire pizza and eats it at some point yeah he actually <laughs> so only takes good. one bite he only takes one. I was very I, I was hoping he would just put the entire thing in his mouth I know and then just like fold it to four and then fold that in <laughs> half again so it's just like a thick piece yeah. of pizza um, good movie though. Really good. Very good movie. Um, image book. Another. Oh book. yeah, Keon and I tried to force a standing ovation, but we were in the back, so it failed. Um, this is the second uh, movie in the book trilogy, uh, the Image Book, directed by Jean-Luc Godard. Um, <laughs> Godard. Godard. You gotta yeah. watch that documentary, man. We're, we're referencing a documentary Keon and I watched in film history class, where the oh, narrator God. is the worst person I've ever heard. Jean-Luc Godard. Jean-Luc Godard. It's so funny. Every, he asked everything like a question. Like, said everything like a question. He went up at the end of every single sentence. And it bothered the hell out of me. Like, um, Keon the revolution of film. Yeah, but uh, people know these things, you know. David Fincher knows. <laughs> he just name-dropped people. <laughs> it was just him name-dropping people. It was really funny. It was just like, um, he would bring up one thing that Godard did, and then he says, like, now everybody knows. And then he would just go through a list of, like, 20 filmmakers. And be like, this David, David Lynch, David, David Fincher. L- yeah, all the Davids. All the Davids. Quentin Tarantino knows. This person knows. Jean-Luc Godard. Godard certainly knew. Okay, <laughs> like, we he, get directed, it. he directed the image book. And how yes. was it, lads? Uh, uh, it was too smart for me. Or okay. it was too. Don't say that, man. I'm, Don't be a dick about I'm, it. Come I'm, on. I'm. I'm not. Uh, I, I'm. I'm not the target audience for this. It's. Uh, <laughs> there is no target audience for this. It's just you either like like it or you don't. Yeah. That's fine. Either I way. I didn't get anything from it because I was looking too hard for something to get from it. That's and right. I think uh, Keon and I had a discussion about that, which yeah. I, I think captured both of our thoughts. Uh, you can find that on the channel. Um, 
uh, I don't think we need to go any further into it no. because we say everything. And also, that I get really obnoxious and artsy when I talk about this movie, so we'll move on. <laughs> you can't not if you like it. <laughs> it's true. It's a video essay by Jean Luc Godard. He's like eight hundred years old. <laughs> <laughs> the, the hate you give. Also, don't want to get into this much because uh, Keelan will get very frustrated. Uh! Um, Did you like it? Yeah, I thought it was pretty good. Keelan didn't. Right? I don't think it's the movie we need right now, but I, I like the it. hate you give. Thug? Yeah, the spies. <laughs> Yes, it's bad. So if you want to hear Keelan, if you want to hear Keelan rant about Anthony Mackie crossing his arms, and watch that video. Um, Cold War. Uh, this was my Keelan final movie. Fell asleep. Yeah, we saw Cold War instead of Widows because you wanted to, and then you fell asleep. <laughs> no, I saw Freaks instead of Widows, my friend. Oh, fair. and you went home. Because we saw I... Cold War because we both wanted to see it, and I still fell asleep, but it's online now, so I'm gonna watch it. Okay. <laughs> uh, it, it was really, really good. Foreign film nomination. Yeet. Foreign film winner. Oh, my God. Did you guys forget about Roma? Oh, yeah, fair. Foreign film nominee. Freaks. What did you think, Keelan? Keelan saw Freaks. So, um, Freaks. Freaks was, we need to stop Freaks was okay. Time. Keelan gave it three stars. Oh, thanks, Ben. It's, yeah, it's fine. It's very formulaic. It's basically an X-Men movie, but... It looks like it was edited in Premiere Pro and uh, with After Effects. <laughs> nice. Ben, what did you think of Climax? I didn't see it. Oh my god. Keelan saw Climax and he loved the heck out of it. Climax is so good. Climax is the best film of the year. You get I've two never, sentences. I've never had this kind of a reaction to a film before. Instead of feeling emotionally broken, I felt physically broken and like I was high on drugs. Nice. Not that I would know what that feels like. No. Is that it? Oh, let's talk about Black Clansman. <laughs> Go have for we, it. I don't think we have. Already? I don't think we have. Black Klansman's a very, 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 good. very, very good movie. It's my second favorite of the year. I love it. It's, it's very one good. of my four it's, and a half star rated movies. It's one of my two five star rated movies. I think it's a great movie. I, I really, really like it. I think you should see nominations from Don John David Washington Don. and Adam Driver. Yeah. And possibly a directorial nomination for Spiketh Lee. I think Maybe that's Possibly. a possible thing that could happen. Okay, anyway. we did it, lads. Yay. What are we? What are we consuming? Maybe next week we can actually do news. What are we consuming? Wait, want to do one piece of news? One piece of news. What is it? It's gonna end the episode on a into the note. Spider Verse. No, it's coming. Lee died. Ah, oh. okay. Well, that I know that kind of ruined the mood of the episode a little bit. Uh, anyway, that's can we all say like something about that though? Sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Stan Lee. Basically, he's dead. well, he's yeah, he's he's dead. <laughs> Can't deny that. Uh, Stan Lee was one of the sort of most influential people on my like mid childhood. I would say yeah. he sort of was one of the direct causes of my happiness. All I was the like one of the biggest Marvel fans at that period of my life when all the Avengers movies started cranking out. When you saw like Iron Man three come out and everything like yeah, that, that yeah, was yeah. sort of like when I was I was at my peak, peak of well. Marvel loving, and um, he just had a way with, I the way I best describe it is he had a way that made kids feel like adults and adults feel like kids. I agree, that's a really and I thought statement. that that was that's just the best way I can sum up how he had his impact on the world. So just because he's dead, his legacy still lives on, and I think that. I don't know. He's just he's just an, he was just an incredible incredible man. Yeah. Uh so yeah, rest in peace. Uh thank you Stanley. And and might I say he was 95. He was 95. He lived a good long life. He lived really a very good, good yeah. long life. Yeah. Um I got like when I was a kid, I was and like to some extent I still am. I was a very nervous and shy kid. 
Um, and I remember watching Spider-Man for the first time, and the first thing I thought of when I watched the movie was, he's just like me. Because the main character, Peter Parker, is nerdy, he's like kind of scrawny, he's shy, he doesn't know how to talk to people all that much, but he can still do great things. And it took a character like that to tell a kid that, because it's a tough thing to be told that when you're a kid. And to figure that out on your own, and it takes great storytellers to tell stories that'll make you feel that way. And Stan Lee was one of those great storytellers, so... You know, he did some incredible stuff for this world. Yeah, I agree completely. Well, you yep. want to say anything? I agree with everything you said. He was <laughs> very heartfelt. Very, Thank you very much. Thanks, sir. Yeah. great. I, I, I don't, I don't have the the personal story, but he was a he, he was a great storyteller, and he was he definitely is leaving a great impact, and we'll mourn his loss and sad to see him go, but he's accomplished a lot in his life and. I think, uh, like, he's he's done a good job. I so agree. Good on you, yeah. Stan Lee. Good on you, Stan. Round of applause for Stan Lee. Yeah. yeah. Good man. Good man. What a Absolute guy. legend. Yeah. Uh, I said it last time. I, I did. We what? have. There was no last time. Never. We have no letters, and this entire show was what are we? What have we been doing? Uh, what are you going to be reading? I know Daredevil season three. Come we'll on. give it a shot. Oh, Recently, no. Uh, no, I know you won't. In terms of non twenty eighteen releases, <laughs> in terms of non twenty eighteen releases, <laughs> Wait, we, there's no time. No, we do. Yes, there is. In terms ah. of non twenty eighteen releases, recently, us three, re- these two rewatched Blade Runner. Uh, I hadn't seen it. I loved it. What do you it. think of it? I loved it. I loved every oh, little oh. bit of it. And well, calm we down. All watched, we all watched Memento for the first time. Yeah, what did y'all think of it? I loved it as well. You I too. loved very, it. Very, very good. One of, one of uh, I'm said Quentin Tarantino. One of uh, Christopher John Nolan's best. That's the one. Um, and also, uh, <laughs> I, read best. and then I rewatched Sing Street, and that's a really good oh, movie. So you gotta good. watch that, lads. Uh, I we watched Annihilation. Oh, that was that? a great movie. That's the movie we need right now. <laughs> I watched her, hey. and then I watched the movie her. Uh, after that, oh, oh stalking, snap. it's all good. Um, I yeah. would have said watched who anyway. So you brought yeah. me in there. I brought you in there. You brought me in there. Yeah. <laughs> I brought you in. Will I'm proud of myself. And then you tied me to a chair and <laughs> what? And, and you made me watch her, the movie. <laughs> this is going some uncomfortable places. I watched her, the movie. Calm down. Does anybody and it's have a amazing. ladder? Does anybody yes. have a ladder? I need to get out of this hole. <laughs> yeah. It's a great movie, guys. It's, yeah. a, it's, it's a really good. Movie. It's a beautiful film. It's a beautiful film. Oh, Will, you watched Game Night. Game Night. <laughs> I watched Game Night. Game Night's so good. Game Night's it's fantastic. So good. It's so good. I watched, their, fun time I watched Thoroughbreds, which was good, but I, I did wanna, not like it. I want to watch Thoroughbreds. Yeah, it, it left a bad taste in my mouth. I did not like it. It left a bad taste in my mouth because I was just like texting me all caps. You're like, Keelan, we're seeing Thoroughbreds. I saw the trailer and I loved it. I haven't seen it yet. The entire movie's like that. It's like the kind of score. Look, you do that impression again? No. Just loop it in from before, okay? Uh, Keelan and I watched some TV movie about the creator of Disney. It was good. Wait, no, the creator of Mickey Mouse. <laughs> the creator of Disney. <laughs> yeah, it was good. Um, it was because of the, the 90th anniversary of Mickey Mouse. What's the name? Ub? Ub Iwerks. <laughs> the creator of Disney. Ub. Yeah. Ub. <laughs> this is for, it should be, we should be done. <laughs> okay. Wait, subtle plugs. But, but, Keelan, but, 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 what? Keelan, take us out. Don't yell, please. Ha <laughs> <laughs>
what are you doing? We just will. I can't take it. I can't do this and look at me like that. I'm looking at you. Oh, you, you can't. Okay. <laughs> okay. Thank you for watching. Thank you very much for watching. It's a trap. <laughs> oh, we'll see you soon, okay? Also, if you heard a weird clicking noise throughout the entire podcast, it was because Oh, you know what we watched? We watched rope. Oh, right after we recorded. Wait, Keelan. Yes. Step aside. Okay. I will deal with this Jedi scum myself. We watched. We just ruined anyone who turned up the volume to hear that's ears. We watched Speed Racer. Oh, we did. And.